Hi, Hope Engels here on Yoga D. Talking, thinking, laughing, wondering, etc. about yoga. Thank you for joining me today. This episode is for all of you out there who are caregivers. And I would argue that each and every one of you is a caregiver in some way. How do you offer quality care to those people or animals in your life who need it when you're not taking care of yourself? That is the question um, that I came to very late in the time I had with my mother when I was her caregiver. I wish I had come to it sooner. I wish I had asked that question sooner and dealt with it. And I hope that this episode will help you ask that question so that you have more quality time with your loved one, loved ones, that you are truly present and you truly do offer them care, coming from a place, a well that is full and rich and healthy. Um, within you. So just a little background. My mother had a stroke when I was in my third year of college. It was actually springtime around around this time, a little later in spring. Um, that was 1997. I got the phone call in my dorm room and had to fly out to Chicago. That's where she happened to be um, for work at the time that she had the stroke. She had it in her hotel room. And through the miracles of medical science and maybe even some prayer there, she survived um, that massive stroke, but she was paralyzed on the left side of her body. And it took a lot of rehabilitation for her to even get back to speaking and um, obviously come to terms with that left side paralysis. Um, She was, for the remainder of her life, she was in one nursing home or another. So she had the stroke in 1997 and she died in uh, 2016 on December 24th, Christmas Eve. So she had about 20 years living with... um, living post-stroke. Anyway, you know, I just, like, I barely made it through um, that t- those touch-and-go times when she was having the surgery to remove blood clot in her brain and um, all of that. Um, but I made it through just like she made it through. And I ended up spending uh, part of that summer sleeping in the bed next to her in the hospital back in Massachusetts when she was moved back there Um, and being with her throughout the rehabilitation as her hair grew back from the shaving and the surgery and all that, you know, and that kind of set the tone for the next 20 years where I just like, I just desperately wanted to do whatever I could to help her um, and to be near her and to help her and just to 
ah, you know, like that desperate need of a daughter that daughter has to, you know, care for the their mother, you know, like this is the person who gave you life and who cared for you. And I was like, okay, I got to step up and give her the care that she needs. And so that summer passed and then last year of college started and I had moved her actually up to the the town where I was living for college. She was living in a nursing home down the street, you know, and I would walk there or catch the bus there throughout my final year of college just to be with her and, you know, attend activities with her, have meals with her, just be present for her. Um, and, you know, like fast forward 20 years of doing that kind of thing, just trying to be there for her, trying to, you know, give her the care that she needs, be her point person, um, return all of that love and nourishment that she gave me. You know, it was, um, it wasn't until 2015, you know, because um, that's when she went on comfort care. So she went on comfort care for one year exactly, from December 24th, 2015, to her death on December 24th, 2016. So 2015, 2016. And it wasn't until that last year where it was just like, you know, comfort care is basically just we're then the nurses, the, the professionals are just about making the person comfortable, not adding anything else, not adding any therapy or adding any medications. All of those things get taken, taken away, and it's just about making them comfortable for however long they have until they leave this life. And that was like I had to sign the paperwork for that in December 2015, and that was – and it was – um. It was time. I mean, just signing that and just facing that imminent passing of, of my mother, I was like, I want to be there for her. I want to continue to be there for her for this final year. But like, I can't, I can't stop the inevitable. And I'm not, I had to reflect on really like what quality of, of care am I going to be able to give her for this final these final moments these final um this final time that she has on earth the final time that we have together how am I going to be really there for her if I'm not truly taking care of myself at the time you know I just I I don't know why maybe because it was so stark you know signing that paperwork really caused me to reflect and really face my own lifestyle of not truly nourishing all aspects of myself, especially the the emotional and the spiritual. So I knew I wanted to be there for my mother that final, for whatever time, I didn't know it was going to be a year, obviously, but for whatever time she had left, I that's when I really came to yoga. I really opened my eyes to the offerings that they had at the gym. Like I've said in previous episodes, the gym I had been going to with my husband, I really opened my eyes and opened my heart to attending these yoga classes, seeing like maybe this will help me balance out so that I can 
and, and nourish me in whatever ways I need to really provide quality care for my mother, provide that comfort care that she was needing, um, provide the as much love and support and care that she needed um, for her time, the remainder of her time on this planet. Um, and yoga, yoga gave it to me. Yoga helped me to not have any regrets about that time, that year. It ended up being a year, like I said before. Um, no regrets about that time that I had with her because I was, I was coming to her every visit. I was more present. I was definitely more mindful. I was, wasn't, I wasn't projecting my own, you know, insecurities about, oh, I'm, am I being a good daughter? I wasn't projecting any of that. It was about being with her and giving her what she needed. I was able to really arrive and be present and to create and hold space for her um, in those final, final days, um, final months, really. I kind of ended up modeling a lot of the language and the the patterns and the the techniques that I had been learning in yoga class. Not just asana, obviously, because there wasn't much in terms of that that my mother could do. There was some, but um, as time went on, she wasn't moving very much. She wasn't speaking very much, but I could do breathing and I could bring meditation and I could bring a calming presence way more than I had able than I was able to do for the first, you know, 19 years that I was her point person, her caregiver, supposed to be her her caregiver, but like the truly quality care came in that last year when I had yoga to nourish me. Um, I was able to give a lot more. So I just want to reinforce for all of you caregivers listening how important it is to prioritize your self-care, whether it's yoga or another practice. I mean, obviously, this is Yoga D. That's the t um, the podcast. And But whatever holistic practice that you can have that really, truly cares for you on all levels, the better caregiver you're going to be. So take the time to find that for yourself, please, please, you will not regret it, you know, otherwise you will have some regrets, definitely, I have, I have experience with that as well, so please take heart, take care, and thank you for joining me, I look forward to the next episode on Yoga D, peace, namaste.